Blog Talk Radio. Doing this thing all the way live. High Frequency Radio. I've been waiting for you, boy. Where's the shit? The shit? The shit. The shit that you found. Oh. Don't worry. You'll get the shit. You'll be knee deep in the shit. Radio Network on the planet. High Frequency Radio Network. Sync up. Peace, peace, peace to the gods. Peace to the gods. You are listening to the hottest radio network on the planet. High Frequency Radio, y'all. I'm used to bail. Sunday night, y'all. Got a good show lined up for you tonight. We'll talk about public and private. Probably take a few phone calls. Getting this right here ready, y'all. I'm gonna I'm gonna be live streaming also on YouTube, y'all. Makeshift thing, y'all. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Peace to the gods, peace to the gods. You are listening to the hottest radio network on the planet. Got a good show lined up for you today. Public and private calling numbers 424-222-5250. I know y'all listening on the radio. Y'all already heard me say that once. So we got a call in number 424 424- Two I'm gonna talk about this public and private thing a little bit today. Let me let me turn on the chat too. Also, if you want to listen on the internet live on the radio, you can go over to High Frequency Radio. Yeah. Let me put let me let me put that in. You put that up. Put that up for y'all. Let me get this link up so they can, uh, everybody on YouTube, if you want to go over to uh, and listen live on the air, call in. Straight. It's not straight. 
right. In background together and everything. All right. Trying to see where this thing is at. All right, we're going to talk about this public and private thing tonight, y'all. I'm just setting up late getting in. Let everybody on YouTube get in. So you go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash high frequency. And, you know, you can come over there or you can just call in 424-222-5250 to speak to the host. All right, y'all. Let me talk about what I can't talk about. Y'all patiently waiting for me to get to it. What is the topic for discussion today? All right. Well, I want to talk about this public and private. That's right. Y'all see me okay? Everything I I make sure y'all everybody straight. Y'all hear me okay on 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 you on a blog talk? Okay. Everything straight. Be in the chat room. Give me some feedback in the chat room. Let me know what's up on blog talk. Looks good. Okay. Cool. 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 All right. I want to talk about public and private. Because, you know, there's a lot of people worried about mandatory vaccinations. Some of y'all don't care. Some of y'all anxious to go ahead and get a vaccination. So, you know, you shouldn't even be looking at this. Nationality, we can talk about that a little bit tonight. Public and private, secure party, um, sovereignty, you know, the whole plethora of different subjects that people like to talk about that in my opinion all break down to public and private. All of it but breaks down to public and private. You know, somebody was trying to um get at me about the tax law. And I'm like, well, you know, we have a right to work and all it is. I'm like, you don't have no right to work in the public that's public. You know, public. They give you those 14th Amendment rights, if you want to call those rights, those ain't real rights. Those are like some extended benefits and privileges, but that's what you have in the public because tax law is public. Tax law is not private. Everything private is a tax exempt. People like to talk about tax exempt. Everything, anything that's on the private side is tax exempt. So if it's in the public, it, it possibly falls, it's taxable if you have some sort of permission, like a 508 or a 501 C3 or something like that where they make you tax exempt or some sort of religious corporation. But it's public and it's private. Okay, and you need to understand this because of the coming storm of what's happening with this coronavirus and all of this stuff. And, you know, you got Bill Gates and all them pushing for vaccinations. Somebody just passed me a video, uh, somebody here in Georgia, where they made a video of saying that, uh, they there was a lawsuit pressed against them, and they lost uh, the United States law showing the vaccine. They couldn't prove the vaccinations uh, vaccinations weren't harmful. 
And, um, you know, in my opinion, I, I don't understand why that's even a, a topic for debate for them to think that they can use pharmaceuticals um, to heal people is ludicrous. You know, the older I get and the more I kind of come to understand the nature of reality, it's just really ludicrous, you know, to use chemicals, uh, you know, to try to, you know, improve the health of the human body. You know, what you need to do is the human body is 70, 80 percent water. Recycle all the water out of the body and replace it with fresh water. That is the purpose of fasting, 40-day fast all throughout history. The truth is very simple. A lot of people may want to make it complex, but it's very simple. This is not complex. It's real easy. The key to healthy life is real easy. Just learn how to take care of your health yourself. You know, and that's what being responsible is all about. Peace, peace, peace. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? But I wanted to um, say that this public and private thing uh, matters now. A lot of people talked about the Constitution. You don't have constitutional rights. You have constitutionally protected rights because the Constitution doesn't give you rights. The Constitution protects the rights that you have that are granted to you by the creator of the balanced universe. And that is the duty of government to protect your borders and protect your freedom and liberties. That is their duty. And that is their only duty. And anything else outside of that, you're contracting with them for benefits and privileges or some sort of government service. Okay. Understand that fact. You know, these jobs are not, you know, these jobs are not a right. Okay. You going to work and everything is not a right. You being a voluntary slave is not a right. You know, well, maybe it is a right. If you want to be a slave, I guess, you know, but the thing about it is, is it's the, it's a benefit and it's a privilege. Understand that your rights, you have a right to educate your own children. You have a right to be left alone. You have a right to build your own house. You have a right to grow your own food. You have a right to be self-sufficient, all right, and self-governing, as long as it doesn't interfere with someone else and uh, uh, and their egress through this life, okay? That is what this is all about, you know? And there are a lot of people who don't think that, that, that you have a right to that. It's amazing to me that another human being would have the audacity to think that another human being doesn't have the right to self-govern himself. It's just a ludicrous concept when you think about it, how everybody on this planet was born the same way. They have, all have belly buttons and so forth, and they would postulate or, you know, or posture themselves as superior to other people and have some sort of divine right to rule over somebody and, you know, think that they can tell other people what to do and other people don't have. And, it, and when it is common knowledge and in this country, that we have a government for the people and by the people. We don't have a democracy. The more I look at democracy, uh, democracy, the more I begin to understand why they got a jackass as their symbol. And the Republicans have, you know, an elephant, which is intelligent and never forgets anything and so forth. I can, you know, I'm getting to understand that. And this is coming from somebody who was a Democrat most of his life, most of his life. And I, I came into an awakening and began to understand exactly what communism, socialism, Marxism, you know, that's what you have on that side. And it's all a plan. Okay, the plan is to break down your family, to make your men into homosexuals, to make women into men. Look at your movies right now. All of the women right now, they the heroes. They whooping guys' ass on the movies. All right, they the action stars now. Men ain't the action stars no more. 
or if it is a man and he has a lead role and he's a, it's a police uh, show, his, his boss is a woman. Or, and he's always made to look stupid. And a woman is made to look more intelligent. That's almost 70, 80% of the movies right now. If you don't believe me, just go and look at them and pay attention right now. There's a woman in the lead role playing the role of the man. She has the courage. The man is all soft and, you know, fearful, you know, don't have any manly qualities or anything like that. And this is, I guess, their way of attacking what they call, you know, uh, what they call it, what's this word that in coin, toxic masculinity. Now, you know that this is a word that was not created by real men. Real men would never make a word called toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity is a phrase that was coined by feminists and gays. Real men would never use a, a phrase called toxic masculinity. I, there's no such thing as too much masculinity. What are they talking about? Y'all got to look at what they're doing. There's a group of people, they're breaking down your family. They're turning men into women and women into men. All right? they, without a family, there is no nation. And it makes you successful. Because women thinking they men is deluding themselves. They can come in another men, race of men, strong men, another race can come in and take us over real easy. Because you got women running everything, thinking they the warriors and men are sitting at home taking care of the children. What is this? What's happening to this country? What is this is this the future of our children? This is what we leave in our children. Is this the kind of world we leave in our children? I'm looking at the 5G technology go up. Let me talk about the 5G real quick. You know, it's my opinion that the 5G is not going to be as detrimental as we think. I think we are moving into a higher frequency. I think the 5G is going to be a part of that. I think everybody who can't make that transition is going to die off. Yes, I do. I do believe that. That people ain't able to raise their vibration. Because we talk about um, 5G technology, we talk about a higher vibration. And you know, we're going into the next octave and, you know, you got to be able to make that shift. And I think people are just going to naturally adapt and those who can't adapt are going to die off. I think they understand that. And I think that's what they knew. Just my opinion on that. This is my intuition. It's just, just strictly my intuition saying that. I don't have any type of facts to support what I just said. That's just what my intuition is saying to me. Um, and also, this U.S. citizenship, all right, you got to understand what a U.S. citizen is. If you're new listening to this show for the first time, you have to understand somebody needs to bring your attention what a U.S. citizen. A U.S. citizen is the one that is subject to the government. A U.S. citizenship is a congressionally created citizenship. Anything Congress creates, they control, they own. That goes for American Samoa, Puerto Rico, Guam, the 10-mile square in Washington, D.C., all of their military bases and any public lands and things of that that they purchased and so forth. These are territories. And when it comes under their territorial jurisdiction, they have what is called plenary power over these particular insular possessions. So you have to understand this next as well, that you, okay, as a U.S. citizen, fall within that category. And they have power over you to compel you to do certain things unless because you're a dependent. And that's why another reason I don't like the Democrats, because they have this way of um, they have this way of making, you know, benefits and privileges look appealing. Right? And then demonizing anyone who comes along and tries to make men and women stand up on their own two feet and be responsible for their own condition. 
this is what's going on. This is why Trump getting attacked. Trump is getting attacked all kind of ways, you know, and it's like, I just can't, you know, I got to speak up on it, you know. It's like, man, why are y'all attacking this man like this? What's wrong with our people? Why they hate this man so much? This man was the darling of the hip hop community, you know, prior to becoming a president. You heard nobody hating Donald Trump. You heard nobody calling Donald Trump racist or anything like that. Y'all was watching his TV shows and loving it and everything. And as soon as another group of people who started framing right, narratives for you, because right, that's what's happening, somebody else is framing the narrative for you because you're not thinking for yourself. Right? And this is a specific group of people right, with a specific nationality who own the media stations and so forth, who make it a habit of pushing your button to making you emotional in situations when it, when it fulfills what they want which is elimination of all your uh, guns, elimination of private property, elimination of private rights, and making everything come in and be a communist country. Now, I know some of y'all out there, y'all want that. There's some socialists and communist people in this country because you're sorry. You don't want to do anything. You think rich people stole something to get what they have and everything, or in some kind of way did something unfairly. And the playing field is not fair when the playing field is always because we always have 24 hours in a day. and We always have a willpower. We can decide how to think and use our mind power to create the kind of future that we want. That's how the playing field is equal. That's how the playing field is equal. So without further ado, you know, that's my little intro to what I wanted to talk about tonight. I'm going to open up the phone lines. Hopefully, y'all can hear on YouTube. Uh, if you can't hear on YouTube, I'm going to tell everybody on YouTube, you need to go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash high frequency. Uh, and you can listen to the show over there. Okay, I don't, I don't have my audio and everything set up real nice. And I got like a little makeshift studio uh, going right now. But it's blogtalkradio.com forward slash high frequency. And you'll see the show right there that's being aired. All right, so let me go to the phone lines. Calling numbers 424-222-5250. Hit number one on the phone if you want to talk to the host. So 856-5376. You're on the line. What's happening? Uh, You're on? Hey, what's going on? Hello? Yeah, you're on, you're on there. Oh, yeah. How you doing tonight? <laughs> I'm doing fine. How you doing? I, I'm pretty good. Um, okay. All right. I don't know if I really have anything to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't expecting you, that. <laughs> you just want to talk, huh? Yeah. Um. Do you think it's ever going to end when people are ever going to realize that they're not supposed to and they have to wear these masks everywhere we go. Listen, man, I, you know, it's, um, uh, you know, like, you know what? Some people relish um, victimization. You know, they get off on it. They get off on being a victim. They get off on being sick. Um, they get off on things on, you know, they, they're pessimistic, they, you know, instead of optimistic. You know, people... You know, they gravitate. It's unfortunately the negative. I don't know why society is like that or life in general is like that. But the negative always seems to be more attractive than the positive. And, um, but I think if all things change, the only thing that doesn't change is change. But I think 
when it uh, when everything's said and done, it's going to be a new world. This is what I'm talking about, you know, CNN oh, and all these fear mongers. You know, they trying to make it where you're going to have to have mandatory vaccinations to get your driver's license, mand- uh, mandatory vaccinations to jump on a plane. See, all that shit is commercial. Anything that's commercial, they just shut down the commercial world. And then they ask everybody in the private to stay in the house because they didn't have no authority to tell people in the private not to come out. So, but they shut yeah. down everything commercial because that, that, that's what they have authority over. Yeah, all the commerce. Right. That's what I thought too. And but they, they fear mongered people into that were private businesses into closing, like all the bars and, and, and liquor stores and they are oh, close early and, and there wasn't a bar I mean, my daughter works at a bar and she just got back to work. It was like what, five weeks? I mean, that was a private business and it's a trust. And I was like, why did they close? Because they aren't worried about they're they're operating under trust funds, so they aren't worried at the bill end of it, you know what I mean? Or were they worried that the government was going to do something to them? Well, I, if I had a contract in, I'd go in until they made me close by bottom force, and then I'd go in and sue them under a tort because they broke my contract, and contract makes the law, right? Why would right. you go in and why would you shut down if they until they threatened you, like physical bodily harm, or you know what I mean? Because you're under a contract, and that would give me a tort to sue the United States, and I never have to work again. Correct. Well, I mean, you talking about you're gonna tort, you never have to worry again. Uh, you know, that's based on if you're gonna win it or not. You know, I'm gonna win. Gonna they win broke it. the contract, and made the law. You, you know what I mean? If my contract said someplace in it, if I made a trust indenture that said if anything ever happens with a disease in the world, I I'm not closing. And they went and made me close. Isn't that breaking my contract? And doesn't contract make the law? Contract does make the law, but I mean, you're going to have to prove there was some sort of breach of contract, and you're going to have to show that the contract existed. Well, of course. I would I would bring my indenture in as long as it said that in it, and I can always add to an indenture. I can always make an amendment or no, an addendum to it. You can't add something in it after the fact. You can't add yeah, anything I, to I it after the fact. All right. I agree with that, but if I had that in there, I could do that. I, I went and thought about this with my indenture. <laughs> so Yeah. You could do that. You know what I mean? That. Like that's, that's that. the or, ideal the ideal of doing the, the indenture, right? Is the more things that progress and you learn, you, you make the indenture better or the security agreement better. Right? Yeah, you're gonna well, I mean you gotta have if you're talking about a trust. Okay, you have yeah. to, you just can't go in and change the trust. You got to have, trustees have to have something in the indenture agreement that allows them to make modifications to the trust. And usually they have to get um, some sort of consent or approval from someone, be it the beneficiaries or some designated individual to make changes to a particular trust indenture or add some sort of addendum to it or something like that. Unless they've been expressly given that power within the trust indenture agreement, which usually is in the section involving the trustees. So, right. you know, it's possible, but all of it is is how you draft that. But, you know, but, you know, you're talking about a contract with the United States, aren't you? Well, if they're breaking the contract, it, it doesn't if, – if agent is agent – if you are a shopkeeper and you act as agent, you can be held under the title of 18, right? That's what it states. Anyone who acts as agent is agent, 
right? So if they come in and act as agent, then they're affecting my trust, right? As long as my indenture or my security agreement agreed to that, that if this happens, I have rights in this. Correct? I, I, I mean, mean, I don't know. I'm, you're I'm, getting I'm, into I'm not that great with it, but I'm trying. Yeah, but you're getting in a discussion. There's a lot of speculation and things like that. And I, I don't, because you don't have anything written in writing. So, you okay. know, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? What, you don't have anything in writing. Yeah. So, you you know, all that is a lot of that is speculation. That's why we do private processes like um, doing a secure party process. You know, you got all yeah. your, everything in writing. All right. So when you look, when you look at your, your, your bond, or something to that effect, you know, you put the indent, which is an indenture. It's an indenture agreement on that because that's a trust. And you're sending that to them, they accept it. All right, now we got something that we can work with. You know, this is the whole purpose of why you're putting your UCC1 and your information into a court case when you start uh, having a court case, because now you have something that supersedes um, whatever it is that they have, because you have a pre-existing claim against everything because your property is the reason the United States gets to function in the first place, which is why they are so dependent upon you remaining ignorant and being in the public and being some sort of public, you know, type of stooge and so forth, uh, uh, wanting benefits and privileges. Because as long as you have that particular status, then they are in the dominant position and you are under the uh, uh, subservient position. Yeah, yeah. But... If if I had if I was writing I'm learning to write a security agreement I want to write my own and I want to write it and I I'm looking at things in life to add into it that might happen that could because see I believe that like as as far as creation goes and being in creation and reincarnation or re reincreation that that happens right and I want to make sure my per my family propels my trust to where if I have to come in in eight generations and I have to come back into suit. And I have to stand on my own. I don't want to have a learning curve. I want to make sure my wealth is here in whatever fashion it might be. Whatever they use as currency, I want to put in place eight generations ahead because if it takes me that long to have to come back into suit, I want to make sure I'm not in a learning curve and I have to go through this all over again and wait till I'm 50 to understand what wealth I'm going to write the indenture to, to proceed that or the, the security agreement or the contract of the trust, right? That, that right. concept that, right? Right. Right. But see, why are you, you know, doing that, that? Are you doing that for business purposes? You know, tell me why you're doing that. Why are you even messing with trust in the first place? What, what type of purpose is this because trust serving? I, because I believe, like, if you look at, like, the Kennedy Onassis Trust, if you look at the Garment Market Trust, they put their, right. they propelled their trust so in, for a long period of time. And those people don't come back into this realm without money. And they don't come in with a learning curve like, oh, I have to learn to be, I have to go learn to work again. I have to do this again. I have to do that again. After you grow up all over again, after you reincarnate, reincreation. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, right. nothing is forever, but you're coming back, whether right. it's a game right. or not. I mean, there's too much evidence in that. So why right. and, and probably come into the same family or suit, whichever love faction falls into whatever color you you come into. You know what? You let me let me say this. I don't even know if we're gonna be coming back because they got a new move, a new TV show called Altered Carbon, 
And I've seen that. I, I've been, I've been, for some reason, um, there's been a lot of information coming across my desk about cloning. And the clones, the cloning, okay, it's cloning. I, and this clone, they, they're able to um, take the, uh, um, the spirit, uh, I guess for a lack of a better word, and move it from yeah. body to body in these different clones. And this is what is being discussed in Altered Carbon. And it's just a funny thing that I watched two seasons of Ultra Carbon. It was a very, very good uh, show. And I understand the concept completely that now this information that's coming across my desk is very similar to what's being discussed in Altered Carbon. And um, because at the end of the day, the most valuable currency in the universe is time. You know, getting more time. Right, that's all they've ever taken is your time. They they waste your time so you have no time to do create anything else. That I have. They wasting your word. time. They wasting your time. Everything is a waste of your time. If it's not you're not using it, they're using it. You know what I mean? So I get that. You know, but I just think that I believe in that. But but I believe that, like you said uh, one time before, being buried correctly. It could break, relieve the veil of the veil, not remember who you were, right? Right, right. So, right. so right. I still believe that okay. come back in. Just people are greedy and want to keep everything they remember because they don't know if they're if that is that a possibility to remember other lives. You you know what I'm saying? Like people are greedy. That's all that is. That's greed. That's, you know, it's, that's it's, I don't want to forget who I am. It takes some work, and you're right. It does take time. They're stealing your time. Hey, look, I'm going to have to take another call, okay, brother? No problem, bro. Have a good night, right. and thank you for talking to me. I enjoy your all show right, all the time, bro. I appreciate hey, it a lot. Thank you. Yep, have all a good right. one. Later. We'll go to the next call real quick. 216-4171. You're on the line. What's on your mind? 216. 216 Derek code. Hit your, hit your mute button. Yeah, yeah. You got me? Okay, hold on. Let me bring you back in. I was about to take you out. All right, yeah, I got you. All 216. Right. Uh, you on? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing all right. What's going on? No, I'm not, not much, my brother. Big brother, what's up? What it do? I'm so happy to be on your um, platform. Right. And uh yes, yes sir. Yeah, this this is G major. That's just my you know, that, that whole internet or YouTube thing. But yeah, man, I've been hoping to be able to speak my story just for a second, depending on how long I run my mouth because as you say, just learning public and private to get your mind around it, you know, sometimes does take, you know, years. And and watching you, man, like one time, I, I I very much love watching you, but you were in the law library, and you were it was a uh, the book collection that shows all the forms that you were pointing pointing out, and you looked like a kid in a candy store, man, and that's, <laughs> that, it, it was just awesome to me, man, because yeah, yeah, that's American jurisprudence forms and um, was it forms and, and uh, it's a uh, it's like a uh, they, you know it tells you it, it's got pleas in there, but it's American jurisprudence forms. Yeah, yeah, and, what it is. Yeah, and it's the form.
forms that are the most important as far as just just doing the administrative process. And I'm I'm in a uh, I didn't know my path was leave, leading me here to Cleveland, back to Cleveland where I was raised. And you know, um, I watch I was watching you know Bobby Hammond, um, Steve Coakley, and and so like that. And, and you know, I, I, I'm from a, a brother that, uh, you know, back in the day in 88, uh, Brother Daniel Ben Israel used to bring in Brother Ashwa Kwesi, you know. Uh, uh, some, 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 yeah, yeah. So, you know, you know, so when I was going through some issues in, in Texas, Houston, Texas, I didn't know my path was leading me back here, but I was, you know, I was looking at videos. So, of course, I'm going to see what is these brothers about. I didn't know they was all from Cleveland. I have a media background here, whereas, you know, when I worked in media back here, I received a letter of recommendation from the White House from George Bush Sr. and Dan Quayle and drove in the motorcade, a presidential motorcade with Bill Clinton and Hillary Clinton. But, you know, I was three, we were three cars back. I was with uh, Senator-elect Jeff Johnson, Councilman Bill Patman, and one of the Bustamantes that that were behind um, Jesse Jackson back in the day. But that was my past. But coming here for the path of learning private and public and to, well, to I wanna, understand I wanna, and walk I wanna, that. I want to interrupt you on something. You said it takes a long time to learn. It doesn't take a long time to learn. Let me let me say why. It, it the, Maybe the concept to hit you but if you just will write down that schematic, okay, put on the left side public, okay, what's public law? Constitutional law, administrative law, criminal law, tax law, public international law, put all that on the public side. Then on the private side, you put contract law, property law, tort law, uh, family law, uh, private international law. Uh, you put all those on the private side and keep looking at it and keep reading. Mm-hmm. And then you'll begin to mm-hmm. understand some things. Things will start clicking with you. Like, why is contract law on the private side and not on the public side? Why is the constitutional mm-hmm. law on the public side? The, co- the Constitution is on the public side because it's a limitation on government. It restrains right. government from encroaching on the private. That's why there's a clause in the Constitution that says private property should not be taken without due process of law and just compensation. And that, and for them to come over, there has to be a compelled public interest. Right? For them to come into the private, you have had to have done something in the public that would give them some sort of permission to come into the private. That's why they got to go get a warrant. They got to go to a judge, and a judge has to make a determination that you crossed that demarcation line and came into the public and violated one of their statutes or in some kind of way injured them because they have rights too. They got something called the public rights doctrine. Right? They have oh. rights as well. And that's something a lot of people don't recognize. They think well, we're the sovereign and we don't have to uh, listen to nothing they say. And that's just not true. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I, that's just I, not true. Um, I, I would say it's not that I didn't experience that, but you know, as the first time that I learned of you was uh, when I would go and see, um, and, and, and I would call him a brother because he was very, very close to me, but Jack Smith. And Jack Smith would have uh, um, Jonah Bay's manuscripts of some of his classes, you know. So 
it's, you know, like some of the other people that are in our committee, um, SPC committee at Cleveland, you know, some of the older gentlemen were doing the old, the old process, the A for V, you know, instead of uh, GGT and, and it, you know, the administrative banking, grant or grantee trustee, the process. So, so still yet, you know, I remember one of the gentlemen saying, um, what we're going to do is, well, all I need is eight guys and we can go out and get that. We can go out and get this money, you know, because people need help, not la da 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 da. You know, and then I talked to one of my friends from, from back in the day that was facing uh, 10, 10 on a, uh, a RICO. And, uh, you know, he, he got through this and he was very close to Jack Smith also, but he got out of federal um, incarceration within thir- three months. Now, me, myself, I went through a situation to where I did 46 days, you know, in honor of my mother to where we created our own venue. And then, of course, I couldn't accept any um, um, pleas or file a motion, file uh, any appeals or anything to give up my sovereign jurisdiction. So I would always, when I watched you, this was, of course, after I got out of jail for the 46 days and and just like today, my, my kind sir, big brother, I would say, you know, and my brothers, they there. I'm going to have them come check you. You know, they there in, in, in Atlanta, you know. A lot of people right. from uh, up north, we moved down there. But um, but still yet, what I went through to being in for 46 days, facing concealed weapons permit, uh, 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 concealed weapons felony charges, which both of the felony charges were dropped, and, you know, I had to give up my, my you know, because I fired the the attorney, which I found out from a, a cat that was in jail for, what, about 20-something years for um, human trafficking and, you know, moving around some of them other girls, you know, where you're going to get caught up if you're moving somebody like that around. So I learned that, you know, from Jack, because I talked to Jack every day in jail, you know, but it was my own family, you know, that were, you know, as far as my mom, which is devout Christian, you know, that when you're in jail, it's one, one time that you did say, y'all don't care about nothing but people in jail. Y'all don't. No, they you don't. don't. care about nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I've seen how, I've seen while I was in jail, I understood what a murderer was now. I understood what a predator was now. I understood what yeah. a pedophile was, you know, and so, and I, I remember when Kat that was there. Those people do it. Yes, sir. And they need to be in jail. Hey, 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 like the video that you did today, and I, I, I you know, I'll pass out for a second, you know, when I start laughing real hard, I, I passed the hell on out when you was like, you know, and, and also black Devils, you know, it's black demons out there. It's black you know, devils. I, I don't know why. I, I, I don't know, know why sir. I raise. We're I, the first I raise, on the planet. I, yeah, I, I don't know why I raise try to act like they so uh, holier than now and everything. But you know, if we the first people on the planet, then the first devil on the planet was black. You know, they try to act black. like one of those devils. Okay. And you see them all the time. I see them all the time. You know. Yes, yes, and and I, yes, and so I, okay, like in in like the brother that um the gentleman that was just speaking, it was talking about past lives, 
And it's so funny that I see how the ancestors speak to us and speak to me. And then also the spirit realm talks to keep you current because I had just watched Dead Again. It's a Liz Claiborne movie, you know, Dead Again. And the, and the um, one guy that's in the movie that was a hypnosis um, person to to help the lady that this one gentleman was bringing in and, of course, nothing happens by chance. The the lady the 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 guy was hypnotizing people, taking back taking them back in the past to find out artifacts and treasures that they had, you know, and, and, and so like that. So he would digress them back to the past to find out where where um, Ted Kennedy's uh, table that he gave somebody was, and and so like that. So he was actually carpet and he was stealing people's parts of their estate. You know, if you right. have done a non-domestic trust to put all your private assets into, you know, so, you know, it's it's funny that, you know, I watched that today and that gentleman was talking about, you know, um, past lives and so, but it, it was, it was Jack that, that had, had um, Jonah Bay's, you know, manuscripts. And then I talked with my friend and you, my friend named Neil, you know, and he, he's friends with the, the people that, uh, that are on, this the one guy that has the what's that Infowars, you know, he, you know from they're real close with them and, and this. Alex world. Jones. But uh, I'm sorry. Alex Jones. His name Alex Jones. Y- yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so you know, Neil was like, "No, nah, man, I don't want to do it like that. You know, I want to help people for money. You know, and, and 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 so like that. And one thing that Jack would do is he would he would test your character." If and he would observe you. We don't let people in our committee just you. You can't just come into the committee and join. You have to be brought in. But primarily your 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 character, your honor. We're going to see if you have honor before any money is accepted from anybody trying to give a donation or give some money to get somebody. And you know, because people that are come to the our committee are trying to get out of. You know, they got fires burning. They're trying to get out of some kind of court case, foreclosure, and so like that, you know. And uh, I tell you, then I watched you, you know, and this was in 2018. And I said, wow, this brother, you know, is very, very proper, you know. And, and you know, you know, so, you know, it's just what the things that I've been through with them 46 days, and, and I am nervous to be talking with you right now, but still, you know, um, the thing, yes, yes. Uh, and, Listen, um, you, don't have to be ner- you don't have to be nervous. The thing is, is that, first of all, you go back a couple of things you said. Um, um, let's talk about processes real quick. All these processes is the same. I don't give a damn whose process it is. You have a public, let me tell you the principles. All right, you got a public and a private. They bankrupt. Ain't no money. They bankrupt. It's all commercial. Okay. You have to, in, in commerce, you have to stay in honor. You cannot be arguing. That's the arguing part. Don't participate in public controversy is one to get a lot of people because they want to challenge jurisdiction. Challenge jurisdiction is the worst thing you can do, is challenging jurisdiction. You don't have to challenge jurisdiction. You're the creditor because they don't have any. They, they, the nature of whatever action is being brought against commercial, you should understand that simply by reading the Constitution. And this is what I mean when I say 
um, like a lot of people don't understand the simplicity of the Constitution. You have a legislative, executive, and judicial branch of government. You have checks and balances. Checks and balances on there. That's important because that leads into what is called separation of powers. That is very important for people to understand. Because now when I'm reading Article 1, Section 8, where it lists the powers of Congress, and then when I go over to Article 3, Section 1 and 2, and I see them mention Congress in there. They say all the powers are, are left to Congress and everything. It will give you the impression, because that statement is made in Article 3, that Congress has Article 3 courts. But then that would violate separation of powers. So it can't be talking about that. It's talking about the federal court system that Congress sets up. And when you start doing your research, you see that the federal courts are territorial courts. The only truth are the Supreme, you have a U.S. Supreme Court, and you have a Supreme Court for the United States of America. This U.S. Supreme Court acts as an appellate court for the federal courts. That's all they do is review their decisions to make sure there's no constitutional violation. And usually there aren't, there isn't any, if the procedures have been followed through. That's what the procedures are for. If you go to the law library and you get a United States Code Services and a United States Code Annotated or any of those books, and you look at the front of the book, you'll see why the Supreme Court justices approved the procedures, the United States Civil Procedure Criminal Procedure was approved by the Supreme Court justices because they are the watchdogs of the Constitution. And that's why everybody in the public has to follow a, a procedure. And as long as they follow that procedure, they are immune. They lose their immunity when they don't follow that procedure. Because when they stop following procedure, now they're doing something for themselves. Now they're acting in the private. They're doing so something for they themselves. Could, they co-mingle, and then it's, it's like then that's the time for that magistrate or just do the acid rain dance on your ass, especially if you have never been before a war tribunal. You know, so so yeah, you know, it's like when you start uh, listing out the public and private on down. Come on, man. I, yes, I, you know, I'm sitting at my desk. I have two little offices in my in my spot. You know, so I, I'm sitting at my desk and I'm like, good lord. Man. Yeah, I'm in a you know, I ain't never had. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'm like, I ain't never had a chance to talk to this brother, I, I, and I feel so honored to be speaking with you now. So it's like. I have my public and private with the line down the middle with everything on one side and everything on the other side. Now, of course, it ain't coming to my mind right now. It ain't like I don't know this. You know, I'm very close to – I was very close to Jack, and he passed away, you know, um, within oh, the I last – Oh, I know Jack uh, passed away. Jack passed away? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, um, yeah, and, and – My condolences uh, you know, goes out to uh, – his family, because Jack Smith was one of those pioneers that laid, grant, laid the groundwork for a lot of this information is out here, too. You know, Jack Smith did. This this is why I'm nervous, and even though I'm I'm a Virgo, the subwoofer as being the solar plexus, <laughs> the, the, the sun plexus, you know, I'm vibrating right. high. I'm, I'm on a high frequency, but I am very much hurting. You know, you know, for when Jack left, you know, I, I went to the wake and people were coming from all over the world and all over the the, the uh, American 
territories along within the the United States, you know, corporation. However, you know, I just you know whatever. Right. I don't mean to be so intellectual, but still, um, you know, people knew me when my friend introduced me, you know, to a, to it was about five older gentlemen, you know, and he introduced me, and he, they were like, I know who he is. You know, because my mom, she still has, she's there in, in Georgia now, you know, but she left with issues, you know, to whereas we cited the the um, judges for treason and sedition. We had Article 18 up on the, um, posted on the House, and also my mom is a secured party, you know, and, but, but, um, but uh, you know, so we had Article 18 up uh, posted on the front, and then, of course, I, I Sent all my stuff in and, and have proof of service the uh, the judge uh, and the court clerk, you know. So we had um, also the Castle Doctrine Act on, on, on listed on the house front door and back door, and it was deep, man, when it went down. But still, yet you know, like you said, people say this shit, this stuff don't work, you know. Come on, no, you it ain't worked. never been through it, yes, sir. If <laughs> you ain't never it been worked. through it, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, you know, the, 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 the attorney that was, you know, that I fired three times, he, I was told by one of the guys in jail that's, that was there for 20-something years, that he used to be a judge of Cleveland Heights, then a magistrate, and then prosecuting attorney down to an attorney. So, of course, Jack and myself, you know, and, and my, my mom fought me on everything. You know, so and she was working for the defense department. Man, it was it was it was so much so as like I said, you know, I. So what um, did the judge? What, what did the judge do to you? What did he say about firing your attorney? Oh man, he, he he said he said not a another goddamn sovereign citizen. <laughs> you know, and I said no no um judge, let the record show that I am not sovereign or a a citizen. You know that you know so. Of course, you. Can't I would just ask, I would just ask, I wouldn't deny I'm a sovereign citizen. I would ask right. for the record. Would you please define the word sovereign citizen uh, for this court and for the record? Uh-huh. And also, in addition to that, would you please tell us where you derive that word sovereign citizen from? Because if you, okay. if this court is under some sort of presumption that I have a certain status, I need to be apprised of that status exactly what it constitutes. I, and see if whether or not there's some sort of contractual relation I have with that particular status. Because when you're in court, these are contract courts. And you don't take anything that they say lightly. I don't care if they say it in jest. I don't care if they just say it in passing. Anytime they say anything that comes out of their mouth, it has some sort of effect. And you need to be uh, ready to uh, pounce on it as soon as he says it. Mm-hmm. So, and you always pounce yeah. on things by getting, you always use the principle uh, the burden of proof is on him who asserts and who denies. If he wants to become a sovereign oh, citizen, then he needs to prove it. And he can start out by proving mm-hmm. that there is such thing as a sovereign citizen. Because it is my understanding that the American people in this country are sovereign. Okay? That is what uh, 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 the first Supreme Court case says. Okay? And, every, and all the first Supreme Court justices, as well as the founding fathers, when you read the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists and a lot. And there are case law that talks about this as well. I don't know why they try to act like they don't understand that the American people are sovereign. That's why they never say you're not sovereign. They always call you a sovereign citizen. I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. a sovereign citizen is. <laughs> what the fuck is a sovereign citizen? I don't know what the fuck yes, that sir. is. Who came up with that fucking word? I've never seen it in a hey. law book. I have not seen that word in a law book. 
I haven't seen it in a law dictionary. I haven't seen this hey, word. Hey. It's an hey, insult like calling you a nigga. It's like calling you a nigga. I know, um, I you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what it's hey, like. Man. Hey, Joseph. <laughs> I would say, like, when I say Yusuf, I would say that because my father, he, he left, and we... we Yusuf we, means, uh, Joe. We, we, I know. That's why I said, yeah. it, you know, because my father's name is Joseph, and my oldest brother's name is Joseph. My oldest brother is born under Ju- uh, Jupiter, and Sagittarius, and he's a, he's a money person, but still, you know, I could say, you know, they, the, my brothers never, you know, because Jack opened up the way for them and they never called you know this was my first time at the rodeo you know so the thing is yes i did as as well as i could but at least i didn't give up my own jurisdiction within my own venue for for protecting well, anytime my you mom go out your first state. time you don't have to be, you don't have to be discouraged if you didn't do well your first time out People have to understand that everybody has a first time. Everybody has failures. Every, you know, everything is not going to go smooth. You know, you got to get over nervousness. You got, you know, there are a lot of things going on. You know, a courtroom is a very intimidating place. It's a very intimidating <laughs> place. Very intimidating. Hey, they tried so to, have to have, you, have to be, you don't have to be shameful when you come out and something didn't go well for you. But what you don't need to do is come out and then start parading things and the information and everything like that. Because your ass was too weak to make it work, and you succumb to fear or start doing what they tell you to do. That's what a lot of cats do. They like to come some some of the ones that you be naming and everything too. You know, because you got some people out here who can talk real good. When they get in that courtroom, they can't handle themselves well in that courtroom. I know, fold like like him. Fold. Right, they can't like handle themselves well in that courtroom. So that that yeah. that's what's important. There's two phases. That Jack Smith used to say that too. He used to say there's two tests. He said there is a written test, and then there's a spoken test, an oral test. You have to you have to be that what you wish to become. Sovereignty is a state of mind. Your state of mind is expressed in your paperwork. Right? It's not the other way around. People think things work from the outside, and nothing works on the outside, and everything works on the inside out. Right? And your paperwork is a reflection of what's going on inside of you, your thoughts inside of your mind. And that's why it's vitally important when people put in this paperwork Instead of just filling in the blank and boilerplate documents, that they get a thorough understanding of what it is, the concepts that are involved in this, as well as understanding the principles that govern it. That's what's important. And people, that seems to be missing what I see. People don't teach principles. They want to teach processes. There's a million and one fucking processes, and they change all the time. But they still revolve around the same principles. There ain't no fucking money. Okay, it's bankrupt. That's why we have the UCC. The Uniform Commercial Code, because it's dealing with negotiable instruments and securities, because there is no money of exchange. We only have money of account. Promises to pay. That's all we got. All right? So you can come up with any process you want, okay? Then there's a public and a private. You can come up with any process you want. But if you're in the public, you're going to always be under their jurisdiction. If you're taking benefits and privileges. Ain't no such thing as eating your, uh, 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 having your cake and eating it too. All right, you can't have, you can't have it away. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, hey. So as 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 you were saying, you know, and and like you know, what I was impressing is, you know, that they're gonna be like the 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 wizard in the Wizard of Oz, blowing green fire, smoke, flames, and all that, and they know when you don't know. But this was my first time, you know. 
But still, yeah, right. you know, being at the court of common pleas. I was scared and my first time. I was scared my first time. I was real scared. But yeah. the thing was, is I had been studying for about three months. And when the moment of truth arrived, either I was going to do and take in all the studying I'd done and, and make it work or just go on and do what they're going to do. There's going to come a moment of truth. There's going to come a point. There's going to come a crossroads where you're going to have to decide on which road, which way you're going to take. You're going to just go the easy route to do what they tell you to do, or you're going to stand up for yourself and find out the truth for yourself. You know, yeah, I can get on the air and talk real nice and elegant and everything and tell you about it, but you won't know the truth until you experience it for yourself. I can show you discharge debt and show you uh, titles to cars and all this kind of stuff right here, but you won't know it until you do it for yourself. Yes, and this is just like... Just just like with my um, brothers and, and just like people that, you know, that's why we, we, you know, observe their character, you know, and have them introduce ourselves when we tell somebody we're going to bring somebody into one of the meetings so we can, you know, st- you know, strand this person's character to see if, as it's, as I said, above all, remain in honor, you know, because as soon as you be Yes, and the and the funny thing about it is, even though I fired the the uh, the the attorney three times, but he brought me into uh, judges' chambers, and he said, "Well, we're going to have to have an offer here, you know, because come on, by the time you start citing um, um, treason and sedition and, and Article Subsection Two Forty One and Two Forty Two from Article." That's Article 18, if I'm not mistaken. Title 18. You know, conspiracy um, against right. Title 18. Yeah. Right. You know, as soon as you go up against the beast, you know, you're you're a target. You know, they they gonna see what you know. And the thing is, we had already, you know, had took the warranty deed, got got the lodeo title with the county, and then you know filed everything with the Secretary of State under you know the UCC one non UCCs. And still yet, you know, I went through as far as the, uh, you know, Daniel being in the furnace, you know, burnt away clean, you know, you know, I'm, I'm holding the, the affidavit that me and Jack, you know, I was with him the whole time when we uh, got this affidavit that was delivered to me in the jail by certified mail. And it was an affidavit of fact in support that the court did not have proved, has not proved jurisdiction. So yeah, but that's why I that, say there you know, know, y'all going in there challenging that jurisdiction. Gene Keating was talking about that. He was talking about Jack Smith. He said Jack Smith, that's why he was staying in jail. If you read that Gene Keating transcript, he's talking about Jack Smith in there. He's talking about the reason he can't get out of jail and everything, and he keeps trying to challenge jurisdiction. It's called acceptance. Well, that's not Jack. That. That's, uh, that, that, that was not Gene uh Man, what's that brother's uh, gentleman's name? He's a friend of Jackson. He's still in jail, you know. But yeah, you keep trying to challenge jurisdiction. You can't challenge jurisdiction. Right. You got, but the, that's not issue. The issue is there's a debt collection. There's a debt collection. There's a bond. There's a bid bond with an amount on it, and there's some books that are out of balance. You need to balance those books, and the only way you can balance those books is with private credit because you can't use anything from the public because everything in the public is bankrupt. Right. So in order to balance we're those sovereign books, because we're, it's all under credit. They took our gold, as as uh, if you're of a American. That's right. As, as Columbus said, the only person that can generate credit. People, 
The only person who can generate credit is a man capable of doing labor, and we're capable of doing labor, and there's no cap on our labor because no one can tell you how much your labor is worth because you may be the next person that will invent something that changes the whole world. Nobody knows. You, you might be the first trillionaire. <laughs> Nobody knows what your value is. You you determine in the private what your value is. Every entrepreneur will tell you that. Everyone. Mm-hmm. But, hey, man, look, I got to move on to the next call. I want to thank you for calling, thank you for your okay? Thank time, man. All right, I appreciate you. See you in Georgia. All right, all right. So next call, let me go to 254-2991. You're on the line. What's on your mind? Peace to the God. Peace to the God. Peace, brother. What's happening? All right. Well, I got a comment first before I get into my little rant. Anybody ever right. tell you look like Pimp C? I look like Pimp C? No, ain't nobody told me that. They say sugar. Uh, who else? I get that a lot, you know, because I got a big dude, so they say that. They yeah. tell me he's so nice. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to kind of go into a situation, and uh, I know you sick of this shit, and I'm sick of this shit, right? So I want to talk about the Facebook group. So, okay. So uh, I have a very good grasp of the concepts and the principles that govern pretty much what we're trying to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I mean, I'm, I'm in the group, right. And someone was like, uh, I don't care about, no, no. They say this group is a, not about Negro problems and what's going on in China. And I chimed in and I was like, you're absolutely wrong, bro. This whole thing is about protecting people's rights and stuff. You know, so he was like, I don't care because I'm not a Negro. And I was, and of course, it's the more. I'm, 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 I'm not right. a Negro. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, you are not white. And then I'm going into I, I pulled up the etymology of the word and I posted it in there. So he was like, you know, if I was one of the administrators or whatever, I would kick you out of this group. And he just kept mentioning the administrators. So I'm assuming you got an administrator because some dude popped on and he was like, Yeah, we do got, know, we do got, I got, I got two administrators in there and they put people out all the time. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I don't. I don't put people out for expressing their uh, opinion. I mean, you know, if he wants to, he wants to say that. That's fine. You know, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Um, however, I will comment on that real quick about this notion that white is a status, and a lot of that comes from um, the Black's Law Fourth Edition. They have what's called three white persons. And right. okay, now I'm, I'm gonna point out something to people. All right, now. RB Public uh, Bay Publications, they got a, a little document on the internet. If you put a, if you put a free white persons, comma more then you'll see it pop up in Google. Okay, and I want to show y'all something. All right. Right here, when you pull up, they got a little document where they're explaining free white persons. All right. Because I did a whole video on this. You know, that's why I can go right through it, because I took a lot of videos down because I don't be liking to get into arguments with the Morris brothers, but they always coming at you and everything. 
they come out of their square, come in into your square, trying to force their beliefs on you. So I got to, you know, fire back at them a lot of times. But this free white person, it says free white persons referred to the Naturalization Act as amended by Act of July 14th, 1870. So we talking about Act. Another thing, somebody's always talking about an Act. They don't even know what an Act, an act is. A statute. Exactly. All right. That's what it is. You know what I'm saying? They act like they don't know. All right. But it's something that's promulgated by Congress or some sort of legislative body. Okay. So it goes, has meaning naturally given to it when first used in Statute 103 uh, uh, C3, meaning all persons belonging to the European races, then commonly counted as white, and their descendants, including such descendants in other countries to which they have uh, immigrated. Free white persons includes all European Jews, more or less intermixed, with peoples of Celtic, Scandinavian, Teutonic, Iberian, Latin, Greek, and Slavic descent. It includes uh, Magyar, Lops, and Finns, and the Basquei and Albanians. It includes the mixed Latin, Celtic, Iberian, and Moorish inhabitants of Spain and Portugal, and Tartar inhabitants of South Russia. Free white people does not uh, mean Caucasian race, Aryan race, or Indo-European race, nor the mixed Indo-European, European, Dravidian, uh, Semitic, and Mongolian people inhabit Persia. Assyrian or Asiatic birth and descent will not uh, be entitled to become a naturalized citizen of the United States uh, uh, as being a free white person. Now, right here after that, you got a whole bunch of case law. All right. Now, there's one case that's conspicuously, because this is called Black Law Fourth Condition Dictionary, it's called Common Law Dictionary. Another word for common okay. law is another word for common law is judge made law. Okay, it's judicial decisions that are being handed down by the court. That's what the common law is. All right, another name for it. All right, so when you call it the common law dictionary, because when they give you a definition, after the end of the definition, you have some sites, some case sites. All right, the case sites are intended for you to read so it would expand your understanding of what it is they're discussing. All right, so you have a case on here. I think it's Cartesian, Cartesian versus the United States. Let me pull up uh, Black Law Four Provision. If you look on there, you're not going to see it. The, the Moors didn't put that case on there. All right, on their die, they put all the case law on there except that one case. I don't know why. I'm not accusing them of anything, but I just thought it was very interesting that that one case leads into 42 different cases with explain what they mean by the word white. Okay, right. and um, we'll give you the, uh, hold on, let me give you the, uh, the case. And then you go get your Oxford under bridge dictionary, because they got this word, um, I think it's in Latin, they said um, blur or something like that. And they say that that means, um, you know, no, it's called block, which means uh, white. They say black means white, and that's not what it is. It has it has an accent over it, and the other word doesn't have an accent over it, and they're confusing the two. And in the uh, uh, in the uh, uh, Oxford Underbridge Dictionary, it tells you how, how many people confuse that and think that that word means white, and it doesn't. So what I'm saying is that some poor research is being conducted on their part. I did a whole video on this. I got all the evidence. I'm telling you where to go get it. You get you an, a black, uh, uh, an Oxford underbridge. You got to get you real dictionaries. You got C3, 
got killer pages of etymology in it. That's what the oxen of the bridge had. Got pages about right. it because you got to dig to find the truth. You can't use these old weak ass dictionaries and everything and think that they're going to give you the truth that they messing with. Right. You got to actually do research before you come out and start telling your people that that white is a status and you need to be claiming that you're white. Only the Moors do this because they are the only ones, they kind of like a separatist type of group. They separate themselves from the, uh, from their own. Oh, I'm not no nigga. I'm not no slave. And I understand why, you know, because, you know, they don't want to be under the 14th amendment. You know, they say, okay, right. well, the 14th amendment is the slave and we are Aboriginal and we were here first. And then they start, uh, Talking about the uh, the uh, treaty of peace and friendship, and I've read it, and I don't I don't get the same meaning from it that they get. And a lot of doc, they said there was a trust. I read that case, okay, and they look crazy in court talking about that. So there's these things that a lot of times they talk about, you know, because it gets on my nerves. They always saying, "Well, you're not black and everything." I know that, but I've been knowing that long. How have you people out there saying that? I've been saying it longer than you. All right, I've been knowing this longer than you. I was in the Wabi and Nation right. of Moore. You go and read, we, right. got a, we got a Moorish constitution ourselves. You know, we know who we are. We're we not just Moors, too. And we, we damn sure ain't, um, let me say this, too, that they say uh, Moabite. Okay? And I know my brother Ty Sharif Bay is out there saying that a lot of other people, I think Noble Drew Ali had that uh, Moabite. Moab means of my father. Okay? That's the word means of that. That right there is based when I look at some of their doctrine and I and I hear these um um rumors that they had got infiltrated, that's what makes me think they've been infiltrated because it seems like they're promoting things you white, uh you you the product of an incestuous relationship. Um just a lot of the things that they say, you know, when you dig deep into it, it seems like somebody set them on a path, right, where they like, okay, we gonna like like they're gonna be like identified as heathens in some kind of way, and um, yeah. I just you know that's what I see. But they say that we we are just Moabite. We're not Moabite. We are. I mean, we're not just Moabite. We are Moabites. We're not just Moabite. We are. We are. Are um, Egyptian. We are. Uh, we are. We're Hebrews. Uh, we're, we 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 all of those tribes. Everything you see all over the planet. I never understood that they see pyramids over there in Egypt and act like they ain't there. So. <laughs> You got all these places all over the planet, so it's just I I don't understand why you just want to identify yourself with just one group of people. Now the Moors did some great things, don't get me wrong, but they also did right. some questionable things too, you know. And then right. I have a problem with the, uh, them using a lot of Turkish designation. And our organization, we didn't use any Turkish <laughs> designation. We didn't use Bay. We didn't use Bay. I, there's not a third, there's not an angel on planet Earth that has a uh, has a badge base. All of them are L, Raphael, Mike Mikael, Uriel, Ezekiel, Daniel. Okay, it's all L. These are L, and L means God. And right. that's why I come on and I say peace to the God. I because everybody in our organization wore the badge L. Even Superman, Kyle, they know. That's right. all. That's all I'm saying. But you can do what you want to do. All right? You can do what you want to do. 
Let me finish my little rant. So so All right, go ahead. after having after having a conversation with this administrator dude, they motherfuckers start calling me a troll and shit. My name is Twan Burgess. Let me go ahead and put that out right now. <laughs> and motherfuckers kicked me out of the group. And so I rejoined the group. Then they kicked me out of the goddamn group again. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh. So and 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 I know I put out valid information. So somebody was like, I'm gonna do my non UCC a lodeo something. I was like, no, that's not what a UCC three is for. A UCC three is only for adding extra collateral and putting notice in the pub. UC one, right? And your UC C one. Is your your original um, notice to the public of the property that you're placing a claim on, and so they right. they they try they trying to argue with me, and of course, I, listen, I ain't gonna argue with you if that's what you believe. That's how you want to do your paperwork. That's that's what you do. But what I'm saying is, I'm about to join this goddamn group again. Don't uh, kick me I, out. <laughs> I'll be on. Where was it? Me? I didn't do it. I haven't been putting anybody out. Um, I, no, it I wasn't you. Much, I don't. I can't remember the brother's name though. I, I pretty much. Uh, I pretty much oversee um, letting people in. You know, they don't answer all the questions. I don't let them in. You know, ask what they're gonna buy about the rules. They get silent. You know, it's like okay, you pray to say because that you know you talk to characters. Like, the last gentleman was talking about a character assessment. That's how I look at it. You know, the questions to get in. It's a character assessment. You don't want to follow rules. Right. That's something about your character. That's something about right. your character as an individual. Why am I even gonna let you in this group? You know, if you can't, we can't even get that straight. I didn't ask you no hard questions. I said, are you willing to follow the rules of the form? And some people don't want to even answer that question. They answer the other questions, leave that blank. I'm like, what are you doing? I'm let, I let them sit there. I let them sit outside the door, like on Doctor Strange. Just let them sit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brother, just hit me up on my uh, messenger, and I, 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 I'll put a message out for you. I'll start looking. Okay. You know, and, at the and, and lastly, then I'll let you move on, my brother. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a show called Bosch. I think it's on Amazon Prime. And in the new season, Series 6, they quote sovereign, but of course they call them fucking sovereign citizens. And then right. they call I mean, it's a whole thing where they talk about the UCC, the sovereign group. They call them the uh, 308, and uh, they talk about they don't believe in uh, uh, acts and bills. They only follow the common law, but the dude was accused of murder, so he was like, yeah, that falls on the common law. It's pretty good, though, but I mean, if you want to let me tell you, Let me tell you what sovereigns believe, because I don't know what a fucking sovereign citizen is. So I'm going to tell you yeah. all, all you out there, all you agents out there, maybe you're in the FBI or something and you're watching this and you, know, and you have maybe your boss has uh, told you something and, you know, I'm going to appeal to your own sense of reason and your own intellect, you know, and hopefully you think for yourself. I know a lot of people in the public, you don't do that because you've been so, um, you know, acclimated to following instructions and believing everything somebody tell you and everything. But let me tell you what sovereigns believe, right, or what they adhere to. Okay, first and foremost, there is no such thing as not following any law. There's no such thing. Okay, you have natural law and you have positive law. All right, 
Natural law, of course, is God's law, right, which are immutable laws, which mean they don't change. Right? They're not a respect of a person. They don't change. They don't care if you believe in them or not. Right? They devolve on every individual equally. Okay. And then we have positive law, which is man-made law, which is a subset of that. Right? And you got different types of, of law. You say, well, you don't want to follow the law. What are you talking about? You saying I don't follow contract law? Yeah, I follow contract law. Are you referring to, I don't feel like your statute that you're calling the law, okay? Because statutes really aren't law. They're like some sort of house rules, all right? But I know you like to call them law. They have the force of law, all right, if you fall within that jurisdiction. And jurisdiction is an issue because all of your powers in the public are derived from the Constitution, all right? And everything that is operating out here in society right now is under congressional control. And more specifically, that's under Article 1, Section 8, Clause 3, which is the Commerce Clause. Okay, your court system is operating out of a delegation of authority from Article 1, Section 8, Clause 9. And your jurisdictional authority is Article 1, Section 8, Clause 17, that's 10 miles square, and all your insular uh, possessions. So this is what we're talking about. Okay, we understand that. But y'all have this um, this mania for arresting people, okay, and violating people's rights because you're making money. I in, in a system that doesn't have any money, the only thing you can get value into thing is putting a lien against people's property, and that's why y'all doing all these charges. Another word for charge, lien. You can look that up in a Black Law Dictionary. I another word for charge is synonymous with the word lien. They're putting liens against property. They're not going into an account, putting a lien against that account. That lien has an established value that can be uh, discounted and sold on the open market. And this is how government is being funded because y'all are not getting enough money to your tax. It's just, it's just government is too big for the amount of tax. I think on like what something like fifty-one percent of Americans pay taxes. I so you and ain't getting no money. Not That's just not enough money to feed the government this big you know, moolah called government and everything. They had to find other creative ways. They tried bonds, treasury bonds. That wasn't paying enough. People didn't want to get into that. So now y'all got into arresting people, giving traffic tickets. Those are all bonds. Are you giving charges to people? All right? You writing them a citation. Are you putting a charge on them, a felony or something like that? And what you're doing is taking us back to the days of the debtor's prison. If you go and watch that show, uh, uh, what is that slave? Uh, something slave, first time a slave, something like that. I, I, ten years slave. I think that's yeah. the name of it. When you look at that scene in there, when they are taking those children away from that slave, okay, they divvying up the slaves and taking them to different plantations. You know, they ain't give a damn. You know about whether or not this person uh, had a family or something like that. They just split you or had children or anything like that. They just take you just treat you like animals and take you to different parts of the country and so forth. But in there, that's what he told them. He had to sign a promissory note to get that slave. When he moved that slave to another plantation, the slave was begging him, don't sell me to the other plantation. He said, look, I already sold your debt to the other plantation. Y'all need to listen to scenes like that. This is what's going on today, okay? You're debtors if you're in the public. It's It's a presumption that you're a debtor. And if you don't pay this debt, if you don't balance these books, they're going to hold your body as collateral for the payment of a debt. It's like an indentured servitude. Anybody been in prison knows that you got to work. 
You go to prison, you got to get a job, but they're going to put you in the hole. They, they send you in there to work. They work camp. Slavery ain't right. died out. Slavery never died out. They just got moved to the prison system. And now, to get slaves, uh, it made it easier for them. Because now all they do is make a law and say fitting on the sidewalk is a felony, and now they can come and arrest you and put you in prison and make you be their slave. And this is what you vote for when you vote Democrat and Republican. Maxine Waters, she did that, and I think her, her son got caught up in it. You know, you go back and oh, wow. everything and see what's going on. I start paying attention. Y'all understand what's going on with this? You know, 50 even got this new program out with this man. He's his own lawyer. But I was listening to an interview, and he was talking. He was explaining, like, when you get a shot in prison and they take you for a tribunal, that's exactly what's going on in the courtroom. I'm telling people. That's all called administrative law. Administrative law is being used in the prison system. Administrative law is being used in the courtroom. Ain't no difference. They're the same goddamn thing. Trust right. me on that. It's administrative right. law. All right, go ahead, brother. I know I run my mouth. I'm good. I'm good, bro. I just wanted I just wanted to get that off my spirit. But uh I I suit your message, so so I'm I'm trying to get back. I know, to I, look. Brother, I'm get, I know you you mad they put you out the group, man. I'd be mad too. Don't worry, you know the owner. You know what I'm saying? You got a good relationship with the owner. You're good, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. Appreciate you, brother. All right, bro. All right. Thank you. All right, later. All right, let, let me go back to the phone line. Let's see what we got. Let's dip over to where was this at right here? Y'all enjoying the show? I see some whole bunch of people that creeped in and everything. Yeah, 12 years, yeah, 12 years of slave. Go back and look at 12 years of slave. And that, in particular, the scene where they bringing in them slaves, he said them slaves, and listen to how they talk in there. Listen to it. Let's go to Erico 347. Where is that at? New York. Let's go up top. What's that, 5970 on the line? What's on your mind? You're on High Frequency Radio. Hi, it's Christine Park. How are you? Hey, how you doing? I'm great. I knew you were going to call me. I was just waiting. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. going to give up. I listened to everything. I said, he's calling me. I got to be prepared, <laughs> but I learned so much in everything that I listened to. So thank uh, you. Thank you. You're welcome, and thank you, you for being listening. You listen. truly have a gift. You truly have uh-huh. a gift, and I know. I said you truly have a gift, and I know that you've gone through a lot to get here. So I thank you for doing everything that you've done to put it all together. Because I've been searching for answers for so many years, and I have not been able to find it. I went through the Moore situation, and I know what that's about. And now I'm studying from the beginning, and I just entered. I've got the platinum. And I'm trying to figure out, should I get the lifetime membership? What's the best one for me? Because I don't well, want I mean, to waste my money. Well, it's a little discount. You get a lifetime, and then, you know, it's um, it's, uh, um, it's a yearly membership is what it is. It's yearly. And um, I got to go see what I put down, uh, down on it. It should be a yearly membership. And I give you a discount. No, it is. Okay. It, is it is a yearly. But I, I've, for yeah. so far, I've paid $200. 
and I could have just gotten a yearly, but I don't know if it's going to have everything. I'm like, feel like I'm starting yeah, from the ground zero. It, it, it has everything in it. Um, everything is in it. As a matter of fact, I'm working right now on putting together a video series. Uh, I'm going to do uh, another uh, um, educational video where it's me, like how y'all looking at me on YouTube right now, where I'm going to be teaching like this. Uh, instead of like you just hearing my voice and I'm showing you on screen and everything, I'm going to be more uh, personable uh, in the videos uh, in the future. But yeah, it's like um, you know, yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, it's, it's good. You know, you can do the, you know, the monthly or whatever. It's cool. You know, it's on, it's on you. You can pause it if you want and come back. How, how you know, do you I, how do I pause it? How do I pause it? Because let me you tell you what happened. Your, you, you go to your account tab. And what you do is when you log in, uh, you're going to log in, and as soon as you log in, you're going to look at the top, and there's going to be a tab that says accounts. Okay. It okay. says accounts. All right. And then from there, we hit account. You're going to see another sub menu. It's going to say home, subscription, payments, form, profile, courses, log out. Okay. You're going to click on subscription. Also, there's a video on the sidebar that will show you everything I'm talking about. It's called Using Account Settings. All right. Maybe I should label it how to count for your account. Maybe people will pay attention. Yeah, I, I, I looked at <laughs> what I've done so far is I've been looking at the videos because I took the first UCC and I really did poorly and I thought I knew. And so what I did is I had realized that that was a stop. I needed to back up and really study. So That's I lost a lot of about. days it's in my first month. About, it's all about getting, see, I'm not into, uh, what I learned, let me tell you what I learned with this. When you learn the principles, you can develop your own uh, process. Think about it for a second. A lot of y'all out here following all these gurus who are making their own process. I'm following so-and-so guru process. I'm following this process. Make your own damn process. Bring yourself to a level where you make a process because that's what you're going to see once you get to this level. You're like, look, man, I'm because ain't, ain't none none of these processes are written in stone. All of them were created by someone who was just very educated, and he put his stamp on it. But you want to put your stamp on your uh, on your paperwork because it demonstrates your knowledge of what you have. Absolutely. I, no, no, I agree with you, and that's what made me stop and realize I needed to learn some principles. And so that's what I've been doing. I've been studying, but in that time period, I lost about two weeks, I think, if I do the days. So I now I'm going to go back to that. And if it's clearer, that would be really helpful, in addition to the fact that some of the tabs and some of the, um, the arrows, they just keep spinning and spinning and spinning. And sometimes they work and sometimes they don't work. So I, I go okay. somewhere else until it, it works well, again, just so you have this information. Some, some of the, I'm going to take some of that off. Some of the courses, I'm going to let y'all fly through them. You know, once you get through with something, you can't. You have to wait two days before you can continue. All right, so I probably need to put that on there and put that not- notification on there. Because I did that to try to prevent people from just taking a course, trying to run through it all in one day. You know, my mindset of when I put all this together, let me tell you my mindset. It was to, um, because, you know, doing this for years, you know, and helping people, doing paperwork for people and all that, you know, you start to see something. And what it is that you see is like, 
where people throw money at you to come and do their paperwork. I mean, I could be making a lot of money just doing paperwork for people. Oh, my God, I could get paid out trading. But I don't want to do that. First of all, I don't like doing a lot of paperwork, one. And then secondly, it doesn't benefit the individual because if they get caught in a situation and somebody just filled out the paperwork for them and they don't understand it, they don't know what it is, they just think it has some sort of value because it looks legitimate or somebody put some nice little fancy artwork on it and some seals and things like that and it made it look official. And, and let me tell you something. I was a master uh, forger, okay? A lot of this work I see out there don't impress me or anything like that. That's why I use Adobe Photoshop and all this kind of stuff to where somebody will look at some paperwork and think it's legitimate. Look at it and like, okay, this is a, you know, this is a joke. But it's okay because you can make your own paperwork, but you got to understand that that paperwork has force and effect because of who you are and you knowing who you are, you know, and that's hard. It's a hard Absolutely. time to understand. No, it's no, like no. You, it's, gotta, you, said, you said that in a video, one of your videos, you were doing a talk, and I had gone back into something that you had already put into wherever I got it when I went into, uh, when I first got the membership. I was listening to all the videos, and you said that, and that helped me to get my mind right about creating my own process based on who I am. That was a really helpful comment for me. So I get right. something out of everything. And when I heard the brothers explain themselves and what they went through, I get something out of everything because that's the beauty of being part of this experience. And so for me, I'm grateful. My situation is I have two children as a single mom and I'm an adopted child. I don't know where my live birth certificate is. So I, I sometimes get stuck in not understanding what I need to do there. They didn't give you an um, ultimate birth certificate? I mean, usually even if you're adopted, you still have a birth certificate, right? No, I have I have my birth certificate for sure. I have that. Okay. All right. Yeah, I started working on some of the processes with the UCC. I have my UCC. I need to do an amendment. There's some things that I've been working on prior to um, coming on your website. So I have been following through. So everything right. for me right now has been super helpful. I would like it if you could do something about the fixing the credit thing because that's really where I'm going. I want to be able I to did make sure it. that. Uh, if, if you go in there and the credit thing, somebody emailed me and I, I fixed it immediately and re uploaded it. So you're talking about the business okay. credit and the personal credit? Yes. Yeah, I fixed that. Yes. So go back in there so what, and you'll see. I'll go back and, and I'll look. Yeah. Um, my questions are to you did you fix the credit, so that's one question. And mm -hmm. you answered the question about the birth certificate, which I have that. Um, what I'm trying to do is to ensure that um, my paperwork is all private. Most of it is. But now I'm going through everything that you have there that I, to double-check myself, and I see a lot of things that I'm correcting. So I'm going through that. You've been great at answering my emails, or one of the administrators has answered the email and has fixed the problem promptly, so I'm happy for that. I, right. I really just wanted to say thank you. I'm listening, and so I'm growing and I'm learning. And um, I, I knew you would pick up my call, um, and we'd have this opportunity to talk. You said, someone sent me this, this email tonight, so I'm grateful of that. Um, right. and I'm just striving to build a business right now, so that's where I'm at. 
my concern would probably only be what's it going to look like when this, this con rush is over and it's probably going to be a fire sale in real estate. And I need it to, is. you know, get my, yeah, it's it going is. to be. So I need to get it ready is. for that. And I don't feel like I'm ready for that yet. And that's my only issue right now. Get your, get your CPN number. I'm telling you, I'm going to tell okay. you what to do. I'm going to tell everybody what to do. And um, I may have, don't nobody know where to get one. I may have one. I'm not gonna tell you I do. I may have uh, may have somebody who can uh, get them for you. But essentially, um, you can make them one yourself. But you have to learn that how the social security numbers are assigned. Because the first thing you don't want to do is you don't want to use somebody else's number because that is the definition of identity theft. All right. So you don't want to take any number that is being used. So that first step in CPN numbers is making sure that no one has that particular number. Now, if you have any doubt as to if a CPN is illegal or illegal, because you have um, a lot of uh, people out there say uh, that's illegal. Okay. All right, let me get this link. This is a link to an FBI website. This FBI, they got a website, and it's mortgage fraud. It's mortgage fraud website. And down here in their footer, they got a little discussion about a CPN number. And it says credit privacy number. Now, notice it's called a credit privacy number. Okay, that's what STAR has been using them. You got to understand the credit right. bureaus are private, family-owned businesses. They are not governmental entities. Not governmental entities. They don't have no inherent right to any of your personal information. They just data collectors. That's what they're doing. And slowly, who are just being incorporated into society, but they pride. Right? So it goes in, it says, credit privacy numbers are nine-digit numbers that follow the same algorithm as Social Security account numbers. Currently, federal law allows individuals to legally use CPNs for financial reporting and protect those individuals who do not wish to disclose their Social Security numbers. Individuals who acquire CPNs are completely responsible for any debt incurred using this number. Acquiring a CPN is supposed to be a free service. Therefore, websites that offer CPNs to a, a, for a fee are most likely scammers, and that's not damn true. Right? Some people are going to pay a fee because it's a lot, it takes a lot of work to get a number. And so you, should, and you shouldn't worry about that. And it's usually a very uh, modest fee, uh, fee that you're paying for them. But once you get that, then you can begin to build credit, get you a secured card. Um, I would suggest going to Bank of America, uh, getting you a secured credit card, maybe for $500. And you're going to pay on that for six months, okay, or three months. I know they're not going to change to a regular credit card to about six months. And then once you get a credit card, that happens, you're off to the races. From that point on, you need to understand that paying on time is 33% of your credit. And then you got your... Um, Credit utilization, your debt to income ratio, which is another 33%. You know, you got to understand these factors and everything that go into credit. Get you as many credit cards as you can, okay? Get as many as you can. Uh, use them to pay your bills with. They got a, a, a credit card that I would recommend right now is the City Double Cash Back a credit card. That's what I pay all my bills with. I get double cash back on that particular credit card. I get that credit City card. Bank, you said Citibank? Is it, did you say Citibank? No, the City Double Cash Back Card. City Double okay. Cash Back Card. 
I use that card a lot uh, on it. Uh, but I got I got just I got American Express, Chase, Bank of America. I got different cards like that too. But I like that particular card because it gives you double cash back. Um, but you know, you need to start learning the credit game and getting your credit together because credit is going to be very important if you wish to uh, function in society in the future. Now, if you're going to be private, it's my understanding they're going to give people options uh, to not be in society if you don't want to be. All right? But you're going to be cut off from a lot of the modern-day um, um, things that, that the society has to offer, all the technology and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, but um, if you're going to be in that particular society, you're going to need some sort of credit. Credit is your financial statement. You know, what a lot of people get uh, confused with a credit card, um, credit cards, I use credit cards like debit cards. I don't use them like credit cards. I pay my bills with them, and then I put my money on my credit card. And, okay, that helps my credit utilization. And then every three months, I ask for an increase in my spending limit because that lowers my debt-to-income ratio, my overall debt-to-income ratio. So understand mm-hmm. these things when you're dealing with credit. And, yes, work on that. And if you have a lot of stuff, to clean off your credit that's going to be daunting or it's going to take a lot of time, I would suggest that you go a, a faster route and get you a CPN number. I would also suggest that you don't abuse the CPN number, that you pay your bills on time, that you be honorable, you sign your name on a credit agreement with this particular company and be honorable to that and stop thinking that you can no, do I'm negative re- shit. I'm very good at that. I'm, I'm very good at that. I put two yeah, two college. I'm very good at, at money. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, so it's like, you, you know, it's like, you know, you got to understand your credit report is your financial statement, all right? Because when you're using these credit cards and paying them and everything, it is an indicator of your cash flow. It's an indicator of your payment habits and, you know, you as an individual overall. So, you know, that's how the world works today. And people have to understand exactly. that, you know, you have to get good credit, you know, and build some sort of a, we all have to live on this planet Earth. We are, you know, by nature, we are, uh, you know, we, we are social. We like to socialize with other human beings and things like that. And we value our freedom. We value our freedom. And you got you to gotta begin to value your freedom. The people who are trying to run the planet, they know different than you. They're a human being just like you. They put on their pants one leg at a time just like you. They got 24 hours a day in a day just like you. They might be into some weird stuff and so forth, but they're just like you. The only power you have, they have is the power you give them. Absolutely. So now for my children in this, this con rush age, do I put them on the UCC as well? Yes, you do. Put them on the UCC and, and put a, uh, uh, give a notice of lien on that. Now, if you want to go to the extreme, you may want to, you know, homeschool them, you know, so you don't take any, uh, accidentally create any benefits and privileges. Um, no, they're know, out of college already. I did. I did all of that. Oh. I did that part already before well, the they can do their own. You know, they're at the age yeah. of uh, they, can, they can contract. They can contract. Okay. And do you see anything changing with this new order? Do you see any real changes on the horizon in terms of the laws? What order are you referring to? The way that the the economy is being changed. And the reset, I mean, what's happening with the, I'm sorry? I think change is the only thing that doesn't change. We got to get used to change, all right, and not, and not fight change, you know, because, you know, you're flowing 
with everything and you know you gotta you gotta always just have the mindset that everything in life is for your benefit and it's gonna be okay. You gotta always be optimistic, positive, you know, and focused on where it is that you're trying to go. You know, okay. don't worry about you know, I don't worry about the economy or nothing like it's all just a big ass game to me. It's just they just reset everything. All this was a big reset. You know, they're trying to bring in the uh, new world order and all that. But as far as the economy and everything, the big reason rich people can't get rich no more if nobody is paying for things on the stock market. They can't play the stock market like they want to, you know. So they needed a reset. Right. They need a reset. No, I agree. Absolutely agree with that. Totally agree with that. I think yeah. I, I I think I'm kind of good. I think you've you've got you've answered my few questions. No, you're not. Everything else yeah, I'm you, studying. Okay, and you're gonna be fine. Now, you don't think you're good. You are good. You know, and just know that everything. No, I, is I'm, be I'm actually fine. excellent. No, I'm excellent. <laughs> I really am. I'm excellent, and I'm thankful for everything. Mm-hmm. That Always, I, I really gratitude. am. Gratitude is a very very important component and manifestation. You know, you can't get more if you don't appreciate what you have. You can't. You really can't. So everything that I'm going through is is, is meant for my good. So All right. I'm thankful well, to you, brother. Thank you for being such a – thank you for everything. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, y'all, let, let me tell you this. All right, y'all, let me tell you, I'm getting sleepy, y'all. It is late, 12.22. So what I will do is I will come back on in the morning. And we can keep chopping it up in right now. It's been great. I know there's a lot of people in the chat room. I'm gonna leave a little setup right here. Set up the show. Y'all just get up in the morning and we're gonna chop some more. I'm gonna let y'all call in and ask ask a question. Some of y'all might be pretty new and everything. Y'all don't know why I go through phone calls and answer questions and everything. Everybody's questions, so you know. But anyway. Peace to all the gods and goddesses. You've been listening to the hottest radio network on the planet. High frequency radio, y'all. Peace. I'll see y'all later. I've been waiting for you, boy. Now, where's the shit? The shit? The shit. The shit that you found. Oh. Don't worry. You'll get the shit. You'll be knee-deep in the shit. The hottest radio network on the planet. High-frequency radio network. Sync up.
Welcome to you. As you no doubt have guessed, I am Morpheus. It's an honor to meet you. No. The honor is mine. Please, come. Sit. I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole, hmm? You could say that. I can see it in your eyes. You have the look of a man who accepts what he sees because he is expecting to wake up. Ironically, this is not far from the truth. Do you believe in fate, Neil? No. Why not? Because I don't like the idea that I'm not in control of my life. I know exactly what you mean. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there like a splinter in your mind, driving you mad. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Do you know what I'm talking about? The Matrix. Do you want to know what it is? The Matrix is everywhere. It is all around us. Even now, in this very room, you can see it when you look out your window or when you turn on your television. You can feel it when you go to work, when you go to church, when you pay your taxes. It is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? that you are a slave, Neo. Like everyone else, you were born into bondage, born into a prison that you cannot smell or taste or touch. A prison for your mind. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. I spent my last dollar getting here. One way ticket and you're talking to me about healing through belief. You're a man looking at the world through a keyhole. You spent your whole life trying to widen that keyhole. To see more, to know more. And now, on hearing that it can be widened in ways you can't imagine, you reject the possibility. No, I reject it because I do not believe in fairy tales about chakras or energy or the power of belief. There is no such thing as spirit. We are made of matter and nothing more. You're just another tiny, momentary speck within an indifferent universe. You think too little of yourself. Oh, you think you see through me, do you? Well, you don't. But I see through you!
pushed your astral form out of your physical form. Listen, that tea. Psilocybin, LSD. Just tea. With a little honey. 